Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Welcome to uh, the first official baseball episode of Through the Wire. We appreciate you uh, tuning in because I didn't, I didn't think there was that many people that cared about baseball, but here, here we are, man. Here we are. So, no, I got the first comment of the day, and it comes from Alex Rays, who said, man, y'all made me want to start watching baseball. No cap. Mm. So this is a great introduction to the first mm. baseball episode. We're going to talk about us playing catch. We're going to talk about who we were missing. <laughs> Can y'all, watch, I gotta can y'all watch baseball on TV? Like, is it interesting to watch on TV? Um, no. Yeah, I, I can't. I can put the White Sox on on the one of the monitors and look up. You know what I'm saying? And watch it that way. But as far as like sitting down and watching a full seven, I mean nine innings, no, no fucking shot. No shot. It, it can't can be for me, depending on who's playing. Um, especially like this season. Like, there's been so many no hitters. That guys having three home run games. It's been. It's been. It's been decent this year. Last year, last year was kind of down because the season was short. You got niggas hitting seven home runs and shit. That shit don't feel right. But this year, we're going to be back to motherfuckers hitting 30, 40. Hopefully, somebody cracked 50 of them things. You know, I'm time back. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing about baseball is, listen, if you want it to bore you, it'll bore you. Wait, time out, time out, time out. Uh, people at home, please don't tune out the episode. This is not really a baseball episode because <laughs> we already started. Well, like it, that was real. They don't know about the title. They don't know about the title. The Facts. title is be giving Russ his flowers. So oh yeah, know. shout out to Russ. But yeah, man. Um, what was the other comment, Mike? So we can dive into the NBA and just lead this shit for the back half because people was gonna think. Yeah. Uh, next one comes from Noah Amonqua who says Pierre and Mike have completely forgotten. About when Le- Jimmy went at LeBron last year. That's embarrassing. That's so, bro, you, that Mike. shit. That's all you, Mike. I'm cool. That, <laughs> shit, bro, that LeBron shit where they talking about Jimmy Butler went at LeBron. That wasn't shit, bro. That wasn't no type of altercation. The man, first of all, LeBron wasn't even nowhere near him. Jimmy Butler had went up on somebody else, got the bucket. They called him out. He talking about you're, you're in trouble. You're, and then he switched it to they're in trouble. Because he knew who he was talking. He knew he wasn't trying to get LeBron riled up. What type of trouble did they get in? They ain't getting no – they lost two games. They lost two games. And they was – he said that shit when they were down 2-0. But, look, and LeBron said you're in trouble to them in the first quarter. So, it wasn't like Jimmy just initiated it, right? So, all that shit with Jimmy Butler, man, still, I think it is what it is, man. He going to go with the last of his when he talking shit, man. Yeah. I, I disagree. We, we, we was talking uh, – was talking they're also i don't mean to cut you off they're also bringing the one where he said uh he was telling Giannis he can't guard him you know Giannis didn't even want to guard his ass yeah we just talk we're not talking shit talking because we see that anybody should we just saw kim Bazemore, which we'll get to she was shit talking to bradley mm-hmm. anybody or shit talk to anybody we talking about full-blown we can we can take it there like we we were talking about boogie throwing stephen adams on the ground this is physical this is this is it can go to a certain place. Like Jimmy Butler and TJ Warren is not the same thing as the shit y'all name. Like that was some shit where people is getting called out of their name. You know what I'm saying? We can mm-hmm. take this to the bet. You know, I'm circling the next game on my calendar. You a P U S S bleep. You a B I bleep. Mm-hmm. That you were in trouble is not on the level of that. Especially when I'm not even in trouble. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, that, that that nobody forgot that. We just not sensitive like y'all. I mean, I, I remember when Cal Lowry told Ben Simmons to meet him in the meet him in the hallway. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. That was yeah, a good that one. Devin Booker did that to who? 
people did Georgie Dane. <laughs> oh, that's about random. I was thinking better play. Oh, that's about as random as it gets. Yeah, they were gonna meet each other in the back. But even that, like, I don't even consider that. That's just bullish because y'all not about to meet each other. Y'all not only boogie. He says he gonna meet you and is damn near halfway through the thing. Wait, wait. Okay, what about that? Um, What's damn. Mellow the, 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 the Clippers tunnel, right? All right. I'm thinking about the Clippers tunnel thing. Chris Who's that? Paul. Chris oh, Paul and who Paul. though? Was it Blake? Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers. Austin, oh, Austin Rivers. Rivers. Austin Rivers. Chris Paul, Ter uh, Trevor Reza. Yeah, Austin Rivers and them. <laughs> it's been some good ones. That, that's, that's a good one. Motherfucker said he was outside of the locker room knocking on it and stuff. Like, what are you going to do? Like, like, for real, for real, though. Okay, you know Austin Rivers is in there, but you don't think his other 14 teammates going to do anything if y'all decide to? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, they going to take that shit to the bathroom like it's a high school fight or some shit. One-on-one, -on -one, oh, no jumping oh. ins. No hey, jumping ins. you know what? Chris Paul may fight. No, I think he would. Rondo, Rondo swung. Yeah, and Rondo. Chris Paul might not really be about that because Rondo had to initiate it. So Rondo showed us he's about that. And Rondo pieced his ass up real quick. He did. He did. <laughs> Bro, I told you that. I forgot. Hey, that, that altercation is funny, though, because, I, I man, I would have had this week. I would have had this week, too. Spit <laughs> on with Chris Paul, but Chris Paul, Chris Paul, not that spitting on somebody is disgusting. I, I don't, that, I, that's I, disrespectful I, as hell. I almost said he asked to get spit on, but he asked to get slapped. Because Rondo talking, they talking shit. This two grown man, and this what Chris Paul do out of nowhere. He like this, all in Rondo face with his arms folded. Like I don't care what you talking about, what you gonna do, motherfucker. And then Rondo like, oh okay, <laughs> it's like that. Huh? Hey, you know who got a video on that beef? Secret base. They got a video. Secret base. Yeah, yeah. But I heard, Rondo, I heard Rondo got some bitches though. I won't be surprised. Yeah, to do. I heard he had a duke it out with Ray Allen one time. They just let him go at it because they had, you know, this shit going on. And they said, he had, they he said Rondo, he's Ray Allen. Yeah. Ass Rondo almost beat somebody ass on the board. Was it Kurt Hyman? His ass was like. Be surprised. Kurt Hyman was not scared of nobody, bro. Kurt Hyman don't want none of that smoke. <laughs> Kansas University shit don't put no, that tough shit. You you could be tough all you want and, and gritty all you want. You still get your ass beat. I'm not saying Chris uh, Kirk Heinrich, uh is you know, but I just know Rondo ain't Rondo. Would I, if I had to pick one, I'm picking Rondo. I'm picking Rondo. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's a yeah, that's an easy fight. I'm picking Rondo. I just looked up Rajon Rondo fights. The first one he was in a fight with Ray for Alston. Skip to my Lou. Yep, slap. No, 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 no. Who slapped his head? That was Eddie. No. Rondo, no, I mean, uh, Kobe gave him the point. Y'all y'all know that picture. He he gave Rondo as that point. But Skip to my Lou slapped Eddie House headband off his head or some shit. <laughs> y'all remember that? Yeah. Uh, I forgot about Eddie House. Eddie House used to be, he had a torch. Oh, okay. yeah, especially when he was with the Celtics. He did have a three. I thought you were going to say he used to, I thought you were going to say something else. No. What, what number he used to, what college he went to? <laughs> I couldn't tell. <laughs> I don't even remember what number he wore. It was some big ass number, like fifty. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, for some reason, I don't imagine him in the fifty-five. His son goes to. His son went to Arizona State. Hmm. His son is Mike Bibby nephew because Eddie House goes with Mike Bibby's sister. So mm -hmm. that 
Vegas got a basketball family over there. They breed, no. They breed. Is there any more comments, Mike? No, that was the last. Let's get to Russell Westbrook. Yep. History was made last night. Wait, time out, time out, time out. We decided that the ep- that we were going to title this episode something Russ-related because there was no chance in hell that he did not pass Oscar Robertson yesterday. Yeah. Like, like there was no way that he was going to go another day without that record. So I'm sorry to cut you off. But everybody knew. Everybody right, knew yesterday. Say, we was that confident in him that before the game, we was like, hey, let's just name it, give him Russ's flowers. So, yeah, Russ. No Bradley Beal either. No Bradley Beal. Um, they caught the L though, which is let's go go Bulls, go Bulls. <laughs> because you know that makes the the Hawks a half game away from my Knicks. Uh, but yeah, they they lost, and I think that they would have jumped the, the Indiana Pacers if they did win that. They would have jumped them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that's um, oh well, they, they had they had already jumped them. They were just stayed at nine. Okay. That's what it was. So, and, mm-hmm. and, and you just want Russell Westbrook to knock that shot down on a night like that. You just do. You yeah. just do. Yeah, I even um, said that to Mike. I'm like, I, I want to see them lose so the Bulls can have a chance, but, like, nothing will beat history. And history would have been the triple-double and the game winner. It would have been the it would, it would have been similar to, like, the one he hit against Denver where yep. he, he, he gets the record and then he hits the game winner to get Denver out of the play. There was a lot of implications on that one shot from a few years ago. And it kind of, like, solidified his MVP race. Sure. Even though James Harden probably no, should have yeah, won. Yeah, that's – how do y'all feel no, about but, but made that shit now before before you go, but like me and KB was literally watching that fucking game, bro. And we were like, at least me, I was like, bro, he should have went to the damn hole. Like that three, that shit was bone. There was literally four motherfuckers on us. So if he would have hit that shot, that shit would have been like, yeah, he won losing tonight. Yeah. So what made you say he should have drove? Cause like, I mean, it was just like three, four seconds left. He and got it's it Russell Westbrook and he can't shoot. Yeah. He would have got to the rim, but we also like I- he could have they could have called timeout too. They had that, but it but is what it is. Came back in the game. I saw a lot of people saying that. A lot of people said they probably didn't watch the full game. They came back from being in transition. For times, mm-hmm. got on five from three, but transition. They kept it. That's all you kept seeing Russell Westbrook do at the free throw line was, "We running, y'all. We running." So, uh, mm-hmm. I, I didn't want him to settle for that shot, but I knew getting to the basket was going to be tough because they they cut it off. But yeah. I think he shot it with like a few seconds left, to where he could have, you know, what I'm saying, did you know. Or he ain't even have to take the shot. He don't always have to take the shot. Do LeBron James shit. So now we could just sit up here and say, "What if?" <laughs> Instead of, of damn. But um, yeah, man, it just feel good. I'm, I'm glad Russ was able to get that. A lot of people gonna still hate on Russ, um, you know. And, and something that I'll never understand why players have to uh, be other players to to get love. Everybody not gonna be Kobe. Everybody not gonna be LeBron. Uh, I think we've even discussed it on here before, but my theory is, is like, it's just not even enough championships for everybody to win one. Like if everybody got a championship, imagine how fucking boring that would be, but it's, it's figuratively impossible because we have 30 teams in a league. Even if, even if championships rotated every year, a new team won, that would be a 30 year gap that every team would get a ring and it just would be impossible. So we got to stop getting over that, uh, he ain't got this. He ain't got that. That shit just stupid. Well, he ain't carried his team to the finals and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. that shit is hard to do. It's only a few players like every decade that could do that shit, and it's, it's and that shouldn't affect your legacy if you're not able to do that. Because only LeBron, Jordans, the Stephs, like you're not gonna always be on that upper echelon team. And I don't think they did. Huh? 
only person you named in that group that I've seen carry a team to the finals was LeBron. Yeah. He got his ass swept <laughs> after carrying him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I ain't never seen Steph Curry carry no team to the finals. I've never seen that before. I mean, yeah, it takes a team effort. Like, it takes a collective team effort to be able to do that. And it's never the players' fault if they can't get that. Yeah. I, to go back to your initial question, P, um, I think you asked, how does everybody feel about Russell Westbrook? And I think my opinions on Russell Westbrook have evolved. Because y'all remember early on in the show, I was one of those fucking lame-o, hypocritical dudes on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Um, and now I'm an adult, so I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, Russell Westbrook is fun. And at the end of the day, that's all that really matters as an NBA fan. Like, I used to be that guy you were talking about, right? Like, statistically this. Um, he ain't done this. But, like, bro, Russell Westbrook is fun as hell because he'll be good enough to keep you in the game, then in a split second, he'll throw all of that shit away. And it's 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 amazing. Or in that split second, he would do everything he can to win it. So, like, I, I, I love watching Russell Westbrook now. And, and I, I mean, not saying I didn't love him before, but those games where he was being on some weak shit in the last two minutes, I would come onto the pod like, he just, yeah, you know, yeah. But now, like, even yesterday, he takes a shot. Good game, Russ. You, you, you made history. Y'all lost. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah, he's always. I mean, my appre- like, you can go. No, just just my appreciation for Russ has just grown, you know, over the last couple of years. And my like, I always say my biggest thing was just like the bonehead plays, and he's still gonna have some type of those type of moments. But like, he's just a smart veteran player. Even like the game we had went to, me and KB went to a, a Bulls Rockets game. Russ was probably my favorite thing to watch in the game, and James Harden was on the fucking floor. Like that, that's just this type of like energy he brings to the to the floor, and he's literally just a machine out there, you know. And, and like I think the Wizards making this trade for Russell Westbrook this season, still was probably one of the best trades. Like they they actually went down because I don't think they're in this spot with John Wall, and, I, and I, that's no offense to John Wall, but what Russell Westbrook has done to this friend, he's, he's literally changing to it, you know. I think Bradley Beal, uh, like being his partner in crime and right there and fighting for it. Because I was literally just watching Bradley Beal, and they were talking about the incident and everything, but they were talking about the scoring title. He's like, but I don't give a fuck about that scoring title. Like, I, I've been, like, doing this the last couple of years. Like, I want to win. Like, I've been having 50-point, 60-point games to lose it, right? And so I think they both kind of share that just, like, that all, all I want to do is win. I don't give a fuck about the outside world type thing. It's very interesting because if we – I'll let you go on a second, D-Mills. Um, If we revisit that trade, like – Everybody knew that the the Wizards got the better player. That was never a conversation. Everybody knew Russell Westbrook is better than John Wall. But everybody was like, yeah, he's better. But, like, now what are you, just a playoff team? You know what I'm saying? And now, I mean, I guess that's what they are. They're the 10th seed. You know, it's not like they out here on the top of the world. But if you look at the last 20 to 30 games, there's, like, a real blueprint for them to be, like, pretty <laughs> decent next year. You know, they, they like, in the last 20 games, they have um, a top five defense and top five offense. You know, if you carry that over to next season, I'm not saying they're going to be contenders, but if you get a, a, a um, Thomas Bryant back, you get another year of Rui Hachimura because he missed a lot of this season. I mean, I could see a foundation for something, but, you know. You would hope so. You would hope so because I don't – yeah, the question is what, what, why are they in this place in the first place? Yeah, and they, like I said, I, he was just literally on my TV, and they asked him the same shit. He was like, bro, I could give you a million reasons. Like, same thing. We didn't have Thomas Bryant, had 50 million different starting lineups, all these excuses. But he just said literally it just took them, you know, a few games to click. You know, and I think that that's what it is for a lot of these people in the leagues. Like, 
I'm not gonna Anthony Davis, you know, before a couple of these games, he was having a subpar season, but it literally took him like two, three games to click. And that's what it kind of does for like these teams, the players and all that type of shit. But it, you're gonna have rough stretches when you first start, especially for a team like that. And they miss they missed two weeks of COVID too. Don't forget that. They whole team yeah. missed two weeks. No, for sure. But they they was they was ass. They was ass. They was like three and fifteen, I think. Three and sixteen. Well, I, I, it was complete garbage. I, I we can't compare them to uh AD coming back without without leaving LeBron and you know they was ass. I do th- I do would hope that they would be better. Um, and I thought that trade was gonna be a good trade. I thought the Rockets were gonna be cool because of course nobody saw that the James Harden shit would uh, turn into something. But now that it did, it would have been nice to see Russ. That trade never happened and Harden leave and Russ try to carry the Rockets like he did with the Thunder. It would have been that all over again um, if he hadn't got traded for John Wall. But yeah, um, but it's kind of crazy how the media kind of portrayed him as like this toxic teammate when like all his mm-hmm. teammates come out and say like we love playing for him and like you can see that he like he gets guys like Stephen Adams, Clint Capella, even got Dave Gafford looking amazing. Like he literally makes people around him better, and that's kind of like one of the things that when you look at him, you might like you learn to appreciate him more when you see that from him. I I, no, I for sure. I think that Russell Westbrook is one of the best leaders in the NBA for sure. Like it's no question. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. And you really saw it with OKC when he was when it was just him. Like you literally saw. Really it saw it with OKC. That was that was some of the best times. Yeah. Uh, double sleeved up Russell. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish they could have executed that situation with my boy Paul George a little bit more. Um, yeah. But you know they ran into some shit. It is what it is. Uh, shout out to Russ, though. History is made. Um, oh, me, me and Mike were talking about this, bro. That record, he's going to keep going for, like, at, at the minimum, three more years of getting triple doubles at the absolute minimum. So, like, that record mm-hmm. is going to mess around and be untouchable for a minute. Mm-mm. I disagree. Who who is cl- who in the current NBA is even going to do something like that? I think Luca is a walking triple double. It ain't that it's a person; it's, it's just that the way that the game is. It's just like when they talk about Steph Curry and he's shattering all of these Ray Allen records. It's like, oh, he, Steph did it in half the games. That's because the NBA is moving into a certain direction. I'm not saying somebody in the next three years is just about to come and kill Russell Westbrook record, but triple doubles aren't even that special no more. It's special when Russ does it because he's doing it so more. But, like, if you look around, a motherfucker's getting a triple-double to almost every every night we're getting a triple-double. Yeah, that used to right. be rare. Back when we started this podcast, niggas getting triple-doubles was rare. And that fast, that fast, it just becomes some shit where you're going to see one every game. Just Luke, like you're going to see Luca has 35 of them right now in his first three years of his NBA career. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, 40-point games. Cause oh, I saw I saw something that's like Russell Westbrook throughout his first four or five NBA seasons only had a handful of triple doubles, and all of his triple doubles have come basically from the MVP season until now, which is what like five years. Yeah, he got his first one in two thousand nine. So yeah, they they tweeted that out. Yeah, I saw the thunder like from your first one in two thousand nine to now being a leader. So mm-hmm. yeah, that mean his first wait he got drafted in what like oh eight. So that means like his first his first full season he didn't get one. Now mm-hmm. niggas is coming in like a uh, Luca from day one, and they're getting them. So okay, like, I got the I got the numbers. Um, so his rookie season was 0809. He got one triple double. So as a rookie, he got one. Then he got one the year after that. Three the year after that. Zero, one, two, then eleven, then eighteen, then forty two, <laughs> then twenty five, <laughs> then thirty four. Then last year he only had eight, and this year he has thirty six. Yeah, 
And, and then, I, yeah, I think he could do that shit next year too. But that's the thing, like, even when he's not averaging twenty whatever points, he could go get ten points, ten do Like I've never seen a point guard like him rebound the damn ball. Mm-hmm. We talked about Ben Simmons at six eleven. Don't rebound the damn ball. Like I like it's like Rondo like it's some serious, but it's just like aggressive. You know, like he's a dude that he he could get ten boards and a half as a damn why point. Why mean Rondo like? Yeah, why is it Rondo like? Because Rondo Rondo was a really he was a really good point or a really good rebounder for a point guard offensively and defense. No, it's not he's, Rondo. He's like. tedious with it. He's yeah, Rondo. Though, yeah. So it's not Rondo. Like. Different than Rondo. Yeah, me. He, he, yeah. Regardless, though, I I think that's probably his biggest attribute, though, and I, I it kills me when people look back at him like, like he just be. Ch- yeah, just chasing those rebounds. He step at what well, once he gets that motherfucking ball, that shit is. I wrong. never understand that the theory anyway because everybody's step head. When Steph Curry has thirty nine, <laughs> you think he's gonna stop scoring? No, he's gonna try to go chase fifty. It's just the name of the game. You think if uh if LeBron has nine assists, he's gonna? I know LeBron has had a lot of games where he just ended up on nine, but if LeBron can go get the tenth one, he will. That's just any. That's just in any player's DNA, and that's not nothing is wrong for that. Now step yeah, head wish- gets. When you sit up there and um, you have a full fast break and you tell your teammate, come on, come on, <laughs> which I love him. Rondo, Rond- Rondo used to do this with the Celtics, okay? <laughs> That's empathetic. <laughs> but, but, but because you want to go get a triple double and you're on the brink of it, that, that, I, I never understand that theory why they would try to say somebody is bad because they have 19 points, nine rebounds, and nine assists with seven minutes left. Yes, I'm going to try to get the triple double. You're fucking <laughs> correct. I have 59 points. Yes, I'm about to try to go get 60. No matter if I'm Kevin Durant. I'm Steve Nash. You think Steve Nash was having 18 assist games and wasn't trying to get the 20th assist? I don't care. I don't care how unselfish or who a player is. When you're at a mark to get 20 assists, to get 60 points, to get 20 rebounds if you're Clint Capella and you have 19, yes, I'm going to try to get it. <laughs> that shit is stupid. Oh, he's stab pad because he tried to get that 20. Yes. <laughs> the fuck. Yeah, no, that'd be stupid. Imagine telling somebody at base he he can't hit for the triple because oh triple to get the cycle because his team is up by six already. Yeah, that's just stupid. Yeah, I do. All he needs left is a double. I'll tell every stop the game for one second. Let me get on a jumbotron. He's going to try to hit a double <laughs> to get the cycle. He has nine strikeouts. Hey, listen up, Arena. He's going to try to get his tenth strikeout. He's going to try. Yeah, stat pad. Motherfuckers is goofy. I'm the same. That's how your favorite players get paid, by the way. Even that, like the coaches will literally put the players in, regardless of the score. If they is this like a they like four points away from fifty. The coaches will literally put them in the game and try to let them get fifty. It's just common sense, but you know we live in a world where a lot of people that's doing a talk that ain't never. They don't. It's not even about playing. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't even, forget playing. That used to be a thing. Like oh, you ain't even hoop, so you can't talk. To a lot of these motherfuckers not even watching. <laughs> right, all that shit you just said. All I could think about is yesterday. He was like, "Man, if a player has nine assists, he's gonna try to get that 10 I was fucking yelling in a party for Trey Young to get one more assist so I can get my parlay, bro. Everything else was there. He had like twenty-eight points, nine assists. And last night's game, mm-hmm. yeah. Me and KB, oh, me and KB was like, photos and you was like, Fuck. I know. He, me and KB was like, he not passed this motherfucking field, bro. And he did, but it just ain't work out. But I was like, damn. 
I know you one was happy. He had one where he threw across the baseline to, to jump. Bogey, and and Bogdanovich hit the three. That was in a fourth. He had he had a couple. He had like he had kept hitting John Collins on that roll, and he would get fouled or like he just would miss the shot. I'm like, one going. that's some right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, Russell Westbrook, there's your flowers from through the wire. Um, we love Russell Westbrook, even though a lot of only Kenny got up here and said he was hypercritical, but I remember some other people being hypercritical too. Hey, the best, the, the, hey, the best thing about being an adult is being able to admit when you were wrong. And I was, I was wrong when I was a kid, man. Some yeah. other folks up here are gonna try to act like they didn't just the same way they're gonna try to act like it didn't happen with Melo, Lonzo Ball. But we're not gonna get there. We're not gonna get there. We'll, I would we'll admit that I did it. But I did it during the Damian Lillard series. Oh, I, I, I didn't even know it was you. I was just Yeah, I, I talked shit about him during the Damian Lillard series. How much shit? Should I go check on Twitter? Was you talking out your ass like Tobias? Or was it just uh, I was just saying that he was being bad? Like he was because he was literally letting Damian Lillard shoot. Like I was check like, out, baby, check the scene. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Don't worry. We're gonna make this a new segment. We're gonna call this forensic tweets. Not finals. Forensic tweets. Should, should we do Russ? Probably Westbrook, right? Search Westbrook first. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do Westbrook. And you know then, his 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 recent tweets are gonna be like, "Let's go, Westbrook," because yeah. he's a he's a Wizards yeah. fan now. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> yes. We do got that one tweet where he says sources say that Russell Westbrook wants out of Houston. <laughs> um, um Russell Westbrook might as well have an OKC jersey on in that possession. He gave them the game. Yeah, I remember that one. Um Westbrook said Nurk is trash. Now he about to eat. D- so you did he? Type in Russ, Russell Westbrook. I typed in what just Westbrook by itself. I typed in Russ. Okay. Uh, there's this Drake gif of him clapping like "Let's go." Okay. And right. Demio's tweet says, "Me every time Russell settles for a three. I'm not going to be critical for that. That's a good tweet. That's a good tweet. Yeah. Uh, Russell settled tweet. for a lot of threes in 2019, which is when he made that. Um, I want to take a look at this Nurkic thing because he said Nurkic is about to eat, so I need to see if Nurkic actually yeah. ate. Uh, he yeah, did. He, he said, like, okay. he might as well have on his jersey. Russell do be having those lot of moments where he basically give the game away. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> this giving me uh, Jason Tatum, LeBron vibes. He just tweeted at Russell Westbrook saying, follow back. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. What year was that? Westbrook, like, that was 2013. Last... <laughs> That's what the last say? person I expect to follow back from. He tweeted Russell Westbrook saying, follow back. And this is before we had a podcast, before anything. <laughs> He's just... At 2013, he's a sophomore in high school telling oh, Russell Westbrook to follow back. I looked up Russ, and it's not even the right Russ. This <laughs> motherfucker say, when Russ Diamond, or, or is that how you pronounce Russ, the rapper's D- brand? D- Russ Demon? Demian or something like that. Demian, like yeah. The rapper Russ. He said, when Russ said, if I'm with you, baby, then I'm with you crazy. If I want you today, I'm, con- I'm going to continue daily. I felt that in my soul. Damn. That was 2018. That motherfucker got five likes. <laughs> and wow, look at Katrill. What I say? Unfollowing you. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm with you, baby, then I'm with you crazy. If I want you today, I'm continue daily. I, Can you see how Russ do, Derek? I never heard that song before. I don't even remember what song that is. It was that was like early Russ too. Yeah, that's 2018. Yeah. 
early Russ used to hit, bro. I went to a Russ concert. Early Russ. Oh yeah, you did. Then you go yeah, when he was wearing that jersey. And big was, ass jersey and big big ass up tempos. <laughs> he <laughs> like five five, so them that jersey was big as hell on him. Hey, down bad bears. What I tell you was going to happen. I don't um, know why that popped up in your Russell Westbrook shit, but all right. <laughs> uh, to switch gears though. Yeah, it's actually not a lot of juicy stuff with your Westbrook tweaks. I'd, I'd so say you passed that, that forensic fives. Solution. Yeah. Um. To piggyback from Russell and the Wizards, you know what I mean, and that they in that thing, the the, the Celtics, Jalen Brown is out for the remainder of the season, uh, hurt his wrist or whatever. What do y'all think is up next for the Celtics? Do y'all uh, think they can still maintain? Do y'all think they might lose that play-in game and now have to maybe potentially play the Wizards? Can they fall completely out of the picture? Is Jason Tatum not going at all? T- talk to me. What's popping? Please let me know. I think they're going to still make the playoffs, but it's crazy how they went from like potentially being a fun, like with Jalen Brown, they're going to be a fun first round matchup that a lot of teams probably not want to play. But yep. without him, I think you just kind of just focus in on stopping Jason Tatum. The lack of depth on this team is really going to show right now. Cause like without him, there's not really much for the second option. Kimba isn't consistent. He's been up and down all year. So it's kind of just like they probably went from being like fun and competitive to probably being a squeak. That's literally just how significant of a drop Jalen Brown is to that team. I, I mean, I think they're still going to remain competitive. Uh, they have Evan Fournier still, so I think he's not no answer, but he's still like somebody who's a damn damn good NBA player. I think their best lineup without Jalen Brown is still Kemba Walker, who's still good. I mean, he's had some injuries, but he's had some really good games for them. Marcus Smart, who we all know. Jason Tatum, Evan Fournier, and then whatever big goes out there fits. So their five is, I think they can, they can work with that five. And then Peyton Pritchard, been really good for them as a backup. Same thing with Nesmith. Like, they're young. It's going to be like the same thing they always go through. Somebody's going to get hurt, going to have other people step up. We're going to be like, oh, we're going to be good next year. It's probably the same shit going to happen next year. Like, I feel like this always happens to the Celtics. The guys they had to step up last time ain't done them. You relying on guys coming off the bench that ain't really, really been on shit all year. Besides Peyton Pritchard. <laughs> He's been high. Really ain't been on shit. That's a funny-ass phrase. <laughs> Peyton Pritchard has been damn good for a rookie, bro. They've had a lot of injuries. Him. He said besides him. He said besides him. Realistically, they're dead in the water. Let's let's keep it above. Yeah. Um, right now, they are the seventh seed. They got four hey, games Mike, left. Don't let Katrina talking about your you, – you, that's not what you said, Mike. So argue with him. Tell him why they not dead in the water. Because that's what your point was. You said – that they still gonna be competitive. Don't let him shit on your point like that. He really just came through and shit it all on you. <laughs> he said, "Forget whatever." Nah, he didn't even say what he did. he didn't even say what he said. He just said, "I think they gonna be dead in the water." Dear which is which is I the think, which I think they're still I, they still have their still they still have their best player, Jason Tatum, who has won them games by his damn self mm-hmm. a numerous of times, which I think he could do. But what if what is your what is your game? definition? They're 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 gonna be in the playoffs, right? They have four games left. Right. Two of them are against really bad teams. They'll probably maintain the seventh seed. They end up playing. They're probably going to win a game. They're matched up against Brooklyn in the first round. They lose in five. They were going to lose. They were going to lose. Right, but Jaylen but Brown. So they're probably losing. Is, they're losing in five, which is like dead in the water to me. Like they went from a team that beginning of the season we were like, oh shit, they might, you know, they might be a contender. No, I think actually all four of us are like they they're not a contender. But people people out there was like they might be a contender. And they're the fucking seventh seed after get probably swept, lost in five. That's that in the water to me. As far as future goes, he'll be back, and they'll still have two of the best wing players in the league. But 
even before this injury, bro, they are super underwhelming. Like, even if he's healthy, I'm probably taking Brooklyn in five. Like, like that's how bad of a season they've had collectively. Now, they did miss a lot of time because of health and safety protocol. Um, Robert Williams can't stay healthy. Kimball Walker's in and out of the lineup. So they're dealing with a lot of shit. But this is shit that you're going to have to deal with next year. I'm, I don't think next year Kimball Walker comes in, he's playing 82 games. This is not something he's going to do, and you're paying him big-time money. So... The, the future of them is still going to be cool because they got two of the best wings, but right now they're they're probably dead in the water. Yeah. I'm let Mike. Nah, I, I, no, nah, I agree because we, we are already like all knowing that they weren't going to be no team that's probably reaching the Eastern Conference. We knew they had that chance, and that shit kind of looks like it, it is going without Jalen Brown because you have like the odds stacked up against you. But I, I still think they could they make a little bit of they could still make it to that, that AC which I think everybody kind of agrees to, but there it it just takes out that X factor for them, bro. They were always going to lose in that playoffs to a better team than them. You know, and it's part of that, like, they have their ups and downs this season, but I still think that they have a lot, they have a lot to get to or, like, growth for them to be a championship team, right? Their offense still had a lot of issues. They still don't have enough, I think, talent-wise even win a championship. So, like, this – it was just a bad injury to kind of end this, this season. It is. That's why I was confused when you were talking about competitive. They're still going to be competitive. I didn't know. No, I, like I said, I, Jalen Brown is a big-ass injury. But like I said, I think they still have the piece where, like, okay, you know, we're, we are missing our second guy. We have people that can step up. You know, I, I feel still like they're in that step boat. Up how? Like, what do you mean by that? Because you also got to fill that void defensively. Jalen Brown brings a lot defensively. They got, they got dubbed by the Bulls, bro. Like KB said, with him. Them taking it to five was like a a big possibility, like with him. So now without him, they're they're, they're in the same. The league oh. may call in and say, "Don't play four games." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I seen somebody say on Twitter? Uh, maybe it was like a comment on YouTube or something. But they they were like, "Does this finally split up their duo?" And I'm like, Why? Well, "Stop it!" They're t- oh. what twenty two and twenty three. I will say, I will say this. I will say this. At any capacity. They play better. The conversation would open up, or not even play better because they're going to play against a team that's better than them. But if they show any chance of life, the conversation is going to open up. Will they know? But at some point, Danny Ainge is putting them in, and he's like pigeonholed them to where they they would have to make a drastic move for them to get significantly better. Because nobody's going right. to take on Kemba Walker that I know of, and if they do, it, it won't be for anything significant. Um, all those trade picks, they've just minimized and minimized and minimized. He never did nothing with that. Uh, and a lot of the people left, like Marcus Morris and them just left. Gordon Hayward just left. You didn't get anything back really much in, in return for that. So how can this team get better? How can the – because like y'all just said, they're not even talent-wise, like Mike just said, talented-wise. They're not even – they don't even have that type of championship-level talent right now. Like, they had really good players, but overall, as a team, because that's what you have to be, you have to be a really good team out here to compete for a championship. They're not there yet. So how would they get there? They might have to, at some point, entertain the possibility of trading a Jalen Brown. I, would I want it? No, of course you want to, you know, you want to go through every avenue you can to avoid that situation. But I would not be surprised that if, 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 if something happened and it shows some life, one or the other, you would have to open up the door. You're just going to be that team that's just like, man, if only they can put the proper team around Tatum and Brown, man, if only they could have a center, damn, if only they could go get a healthy point guard, 
And, you know, I, I ain't trying to create the narrative that it's going to happen, but I could see a world where that conversation starts to open up if the Celtics maintained or looked halfway decent, um, you know. But Yeah, it just kind of shows you how Danny ain't shit the bed this season. Like, he literally has so many opportunities to add depth and, and skill to this team. He just didn't even execute it at all. Yeah. And, I mean, a lot of stuff is easier to say hindsight and whatnot. As far as the Celtics, but yeah, I agree. That was a lot. Especially of- that Gordon Hayward thing with Miles Turner, like they—that's just unexcusable. What Gordon mm-hmm. Hayward thing? Like when he didn't trade Gordon Hayward in a first-round pick for Miles Turner. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, it, it was just a lot. The Kimmel Walker thing don't look too good looking back now. Um, I know you don't want to lose Terry Rozier for nothing, but yeah. shit, Terry Rozier, <laughs> Terry Rozier, I hope it. <laughs> uh, but again, that's hindsight because nobody at that time would ever told you not to get Kemba Walker for Terry Rozier. Like, right. so I'm not going right. to that. That's no L. My biggest thing with Danny Danny Ainge is the draft picks. You know, what I mean, you barely had room to bring draft picks onto the roster. So when you had them in an abundance, you should have tried to package them as much as you can because South uh, rookies like back end rookies just haven't impacted the Celtics. You know what I mean? Like the Romeo Langford's. Um, the Taco Falls, the, the the Carson Edwards, they haven't had the impact that people thought they would have by coming to Boston. Really? Grant Williams has his little moments here and there, but even then, it's just slight. Yeah, Grant uh, is the only one that's like an actual rotation piece, but even then, it's just like Peyton Pritchard's becoming one, I guess. But yeah, yeah Robert Wood, but like Robert Woods was damn near a lottery pick too. But like, yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of them just didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't pan out. So. <sighs> They got decisions would, to make. Y'all wanna? Who would they? How y'all feel about the Kent Bazemore shit though? Hold on, hold on. Uh, who who would they play in against? Oh, the Hornets. The Hornets. They play against they the Hornets. Hornets. Wizards. Pacers. No. Nope. Hey, if they don't come correct, the Horn. Hey, that'd be a good that one. That should sound like a funny ass game though. Yeah, because there's no Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's there. I got the Celtics hundred thousand percent. But now that he's out, and Gordon Hayward is out of his walking boot. Come on, man. You got Rozier against his old team. You got Kemba against his old team. Oh man, these playing like, games gonna be exciting as hell. Bro. That's a spicy ass game. Man, right that's there. why I love them, bro. That's why I love them. That's why I hope they stay. But this is why I also don't love it because, again, the seventh seed didn't barely make it, but now they have a catastrophe. The seventh seed where they lose one of their main guys, and now they could be put out when they did everything they were supposed to do. <laughs> They did everything they were supposed to do. They made it comfortably. Seven seed is a comfortable spot to be in. I mean, you got it in, mm-hmm. motherfucker, and you was able to put your seatbelt on. It might not be like that no more. That mean that six, you got to aim for that six seed. That seven speed, that seven seed spot, shit is it iffy. It's a question mark now. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not with that. That's what I'm, I know it's not like, I, I know the rules, but I'm, it shouldn't be like that is what I'm saying. Especially and when you're in the West, like that six seed is usually like really good. Yeah, like how are we saying that you have to aim for home court advantage to be comfortable? No, that's how competitive the league. If they, bro, it's a lot of shit they can do to make the league. There is nothing wrong with having an eight seed, and then you have nine and ten play each other. Whoever wins just plays eight for eight. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it should be situational, like last year. You remember last year, if you were like three or four games behind, you there's no reason for you to even be in it. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
some, some, because, yeah, maybe something like that. Cause now, because if the Lakers get involved, like, wouldn't you like it if the Lakers are the seventh seed and you ain't have to worry about none of that shit? They were just in there. I mean, I, that's my team, though. But like, just as, as a, I'm talking about from a, yeah, you're a fan right. and the NBA. You're I, I, wrong person to ask because everything you do has no. Because I mean, <laughs> if your team, if your I team's in a position, a to, question, and you say, well, that's my in a position to lose. If your team's in a position to lose, obviously you don't, you don't want that shit to happen. Nobody's gonna right, want to put it into perspective. But I'm saying. But, but I'm saying as an NBA fan, as an NBA fan, I think that shit is a lot more exciting that the Lakers even have that narrative. I don't want that narrative. It's not that a, shit it's is fucking narrative. I'm not even talking about a narrative. I'm talking about the reality of them having to play a game in which they are comfortable. They're not they're they're in the seventh seed, which is comfortably to me in the playoffs. Right. That's not barely in the playoffs. The eighth seed is barely in the playoffs. So now we got this Laker ass team who gonna have to get up and play a fucking play in game. Against Stephen Curry, and then they're gonna have to get prepared for a fucking playoff. You don't think that shit is you don't, but you don't think that shit's gonna be exciting though. No, that's my thing. That's why I want that shit. It's because it's gonna be exciting. You don't. Why wouldn't that be exciting? He's not saying it's not gonna be exciting. He's saying that the Lakers shouldn't have to do that because they work their ass off to get to be the seventh. The the games, the games will be. I mean, if we talk about just an exciting game, yeah, but that don't excite me that the Lakers against the Warriors, they're probably going to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They're probably going to handle their business, if we being honest. Now, right. Steph Curry, and that's, and that's what happens most of the time, too. But it's just like, no, what's exciting is the fact that the Lakers slip to seven, and that they'll probably play, like, the fucking, who is going to be number two? The Suns? And that's your reward. That's your reward. That's Which, exciting to but me. But, like, mm-hmm. but it's like, basketball, usually, for the most part, and it's, it's a little different, too, because it's literally one game, but Usually the better team wins in, in those playoff like scenarios. So it's like as long as that team handles this with this shit, nobody's doubting the Lakers, but like they, they're gonna most likely end up in that scenario. But just adding that dynamic, especially like there's gonna be different scenarios, right? I think this year was kind of anomaly with the Lakers. It's not this is like a one-time thing. Like there's never gonna be that championship favorite or somebody in that area just coming out of a seventh seed like that. Like usually it is gonna know. be teams, it is gonna bro. be teams that's gonna it's be on possible. the brink. Because all it's, everything is so tight that all it takes is one injury, bro. It's always going to be possible. This ain't really no anomaly if you think about it. Like, we've seen – remember the Russell Westbrook-Kevin Durant team that was super good and, like, just missed the playoffs because both of them had got injured? Like, shit like this has happened and always will. The Clippers had times where Chris Paul, Blake, and DeAndre Jordan, when they weren't as high as they should have been. Um, that's just what happens. If Jamal Murray would have got injured earlier <laughs> this year or if we, played, if we were playing an 82-game season, they would probably be affected. More than likely, shout out to Jokic because they've stayed afloat. But mm-hmm. I mean, well, the Spurs even had a season where they came off a championship year and they were like the seventh or sixth seed the next year. I believe you're right. They lost to the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. They, I'm pretty sure that's a year where Chris Paul hit that game winner. Yeah, that's the time they lost to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, I mean, I think both of y'all have very compelling points. If we were having a debate episode, I don't know who I would vote for. I'm in. I'm agreeing to a mic though. When like overall, but I understand what you're saying, P. I. I, I mean, um, I think and it's gonna I, be good. I mean, TV. honestly, yeah. And I would have no, literally, no problem if they said, you know, we're gonna do, we're gonna move it back. It's gonna be the eighth and ninth seed, like the seventh seed. And I like. I just like the whole part of it, you know. Regardless of how they're gonna implement it, whether it's with the seventh or eighth seed, or I just like the competitive nature of it. You know, it adds that dynamic. Like it is that part of that. Mm-hmm. I think you have a you have a competitive nature regardless. Even if we remove the seven seed, it's still it's mm-hmm. not gonna lack competitiveness because now you gotta make sure you don't you don't get in that eighth seed. But now it's just like I feel like like the Lakers. I feel like the Lakers 
They should just rest now. They shouldn't give a fuck about the regular season anymore. LeBron should not come back at all. Well, I mean, maybe they haven't they haven't technically secured the seven. They still maybe, have maybe not the last game, but I don't think that they're gonna lose it. I don't think that there's nobody down there that's just gonna come up and do. And if they had any threat, you bring them back. But if I'm the Lakers and I'm finna just be in a play-in game anyway, I'm gonna just rest now, and I'm gonna just get ready, and we're gonna bust y'all asses, and we'll just because we gotta be in it anyway. They still, but they still no, not even that. They still have a chance to jump up. Like they only a, ha- a game and a half behind the Blazers. And right now their schedule is looking like where are the Lakers, the Lakers, the Lakers. You think um, we have a game against the Rockets? Yeah, okay. The Knicks, which y'all, y'all, y'all have a really easy schedule. Other than the Knicks, y'all go against the Rockets, the Pelicans, and the Pacers. Those are three non-playoff teams. Well, Pacers are technically in the playoffs. Um, and then when you go to Portland, they got the hardest schedule left. So you fuck around, win two, three out of your your last four, and the next game against Derek. I can tell you right yeah, now. I don't know. I just don't know who you play next. Well, y'all, yeah. I don't know what the order is, but y'all got Utah, Phoenix, and Denver left. Those are hard ass games to win. How many games of them y'all gonna win, DBL? I think they. I think the Blazers are gonna win them. I think they're gonna win them all. You sound like Mike now. No, no, I'm not. I'm not even like putting bias. He on. Said, I just he think, sound like Mike. No, I just think that they, they like, they slowly coming together right now. Like they slowly getting their shit together a little bit. And I feel like Dame is just kind of like they locked in into playoff mode right now. So you think y'all gonna take the five seed? I got Jazz, but that means that, that means the five seed would have to lose games too, though. Yeah, but I doubt if he's thinking that Portland's gonna win four in a row right now. I don't know if Dallas is also winning four in a row. You know what I'm saying? Like the likelihood of it is probably not not really high. It's only a one game difference, right? Half a game. Oh, happy. So yeah, if y'all go four and zero, I'm guessing y'all take the five. But I mean, Dallas don't have a hard schedule either. They got Memphis, which might be a dog fight. They got um, Minnesota, who's solid, I guess. Uh, the Raptors and then the Pelicans. The Raptors just got eliminated from playoff contention last night, so they probably done done um, as far as play, playing players. And then the Pelicans, I guess, are technically still in the race, but they don't have Zion. So who knows? Yeah. All these games matter, though. I mean, that's that's the beauty of it. All of it matters. All of it matters. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Kim Bazemore, Bradley Beal thing. Because it, it came out of left field, Kim Bazemore's comments. Uh, for the people that don't know, he was talking about Steph Curry because Steph Curry did something crazy, 40-something points in 29 minutes, yada, yada, yada. And he was like, man, uh, uh, Steph Curry doing this effortlessly, and we got people around the league messing up their hamstring trying to keep up. And then he waits to see if anybody reacts. And he's like, oh, yeah, you get me over there. Like somebody in the audience got him. Boom. And then Bradley Beal comes out and tweets the next day, should I let him live or should I go off? And, you know, everybody tell him, go off, bro. <laughs> go, go, go off. <laughs> so he go through like a four-tweet thing, tell him, uh, Ken Bazemore, you don't know who I am, why, why I play this game. Um, I expected this from somebody like you, yada, yada. And then Ken Bazemore was in literally in the middle of a game when <laughs> when he's making these tweets. And then he had his post game and he was like, I guess we can't make jokes anymore. That was his response. We're gonna we're gonna read we're gonna read Bradley Bill's speech, please believe it. Okay. You can't even send shots like that, and then when somebody get on your ass, all of a sudden now oh, I was just joking. You ready for y'all ready for Especially it? about an injury. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's that, it's that, a little that, bit different. That, that's before you even read that shit, that's my whole thing. It's just like the the first part was cool. Like the oh, we all know how good Steph Curry. The injury part was just like blew me over because injuries fucking suck in this league, bro. 
And we all would have made jokes, but don't joke about injuries, bro. That's if Bradley Beal was like, man, Kent Baseball just tore his ACL because he's starting now. We got bench play. Like, no, that, that shit is just not cool, bro. That shit is not cool. I don't do the subliminals. At baseball, he added him. <laughs> then he, he then he went on a little Russell Westbrook rampage, retweeted a bunch of Russell Westbrook. Congrats. LOL. Should I let him live or really go off? Females, what, what would you have tweeted to Bradley Beal? Only has to go off. Let, okay. Let, let him feel it. He taking your verse. At base, at 24 base more. You don't know me or shit about me, bruh. You don't know why I go out here and play it and damn sure ain't for another man's approval. You a straight lane. They don't surprise me coming from you. That's what your type do. At base, at 24 base more. It's funny that you say that because your man's admittedly checked my numbers before the game. But I'm Jason? Shut your ass up. <laughs> Stay in my lane. Focus on Brad. I don't care what another man doing in this league. I'm concerned about me and my guys over here. Keep that goofy shit from over there. Keep that goofy shit over there. At bay, at 24, Dude, this game, he don't even know about. Dude in the game, he don't even know about this. this is what a fan tweeted. Bradley. Yeah. Bradley Beal says, quote, tweet, the plug away. He going to find out because I know he know how to use the app button. <laughs> no, he going to find out because I know how to use the app button. At Bay at 24 Bays more. <laughs> and then he retweeted a guy saying, Bays more is bugging. You can say what you want about Steph, but you never speak on a man's injury. Brad should flame him every chance he gets. <laughs> and that was that. But yeah. I agree with B. Mills. I don't even give a fuck about the injury. Whatever. But it's a couple things here. Number one, Kent Bazemore. You 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 ain't you, you can't Bazemore. Do not Bradley Bill. Like there's not there's no way you can even talk to him in a certain light. Number two, when a motherfucker do respond, you take the joke route. When you when like KB said, if you watch y'all should everybody should go watch the video watching. When he said it, he looked around for the. He was waiting for a motherfucker to acknowledge the fact that he was talking about Bradley B. It's like he, it's like he sat up there and and like he premeditated that he was gonna say that. Like he was in his car on the way to the gym and was yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna throw a shot today." So when he said it and nobody reacted, all he looked around with his. I got you. You fair away. You fair. <laughs> when a motherfucker bring it back up, now it's oh, I ain't even entertaining that. Whoa, whoa, pal. <laughs> what do you mean you're not entertaining that? I couldn't believe he uttered those words. Yeah, I'm not even enter- entertaining that type of stuff. What? You can't fuel the fire and then all of a sudden now you don't want to enter. You now can't, you- bro. You can't. I would have more respect for him if he said, you know what? I apologize. It was just a joke that I was throwing out and it turned to that. I'm not, that ain't really who the type of person I am, but I do apologize. I ain't mean it to get like. But if you just going up there and say, oh, I ain't entertaining that, like Bradley Beal just came at you. <laughs> like, like he was just at your neck for no reason. Now you just take it. You can't take the high road after you threw a low blow. That makes no sense. Hey, hey, wait, wait. Somebody that's watching this, please clip when Pierre says, whoa, whoa, pal, and tweeted at me because I need that. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. Yeah, um, that, shit, that shit irritated me, though. So we're on this show. We've talked about Russell Westbrook, the playoff race, the Bradley Bill Ken Bazemore stuff. Um, what do y'all think they talking about on ESPN first take today? Uh, uh, where, Russell, where Russell Westbrook t- ranks all time point guards. That's a that's, good guess. That's true. 
uh, LeBron's return. That's a good guess. Mm-hmm. Let me think for, for like 30 seconds. Uh, they're probably talking about... They're probably talking about Ken Bazemore and Bradley Beal, actually. Title. Come on, focus. Does LeBron James pass Michael Jordan if I he wins the championship this year? I seen that shit, bro. I, 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 I was seeing it. I was, bro, I was about so to put that it. in the chat, bro. So you beat it. What? No, so you, you were watching. He said he, he was, like, watching it. Uh, no, no, no. I, I put my TV on, and I would just read the headlines, and I seen that shot. That's how I put that one headline in there, where they had, uh, it was like, does Kyrie and Kevin Durant regret joining the fucking Nets? Like, That's I should be having the headlines on <laughs> then the, the Knicks, we go from y'all projected us at 20 wins, and now we a playoff seed, potentially home court advantage. And they talking about if the Knicks don't win the series and the playoffs, is it a failed season? It's that is so stupid. That blew me, bro. And I'm not even a Knicks fan, and that made me upset. Like, this whole season is a W for them, regardless of what they do. They overachieve and they had a very successful season. Why try to knock them by saying, oh, this shit don't matter? As long as if they get a bounce in the first round. Like, no, they made it to somewhere they wasn't supposed to be. I agree. But you see, but you know, what irritates me is the people reaction on social media because y'all watching it. We just looking and laughing. And yeah. if it happened to be on, it happened to be on. But there's people that sit, sit there and, you know, that that's my other part of social media. Like social media can be so powerful and can have, you know, impacts on things, but they continue to choose to entertain goofy shit. Like, when is this trend going to stop? Let me ask y'all. How many times do y'all get on Twitter and there's somebody that says, bro, what? And they post a screenshot and it's from NBA Instagram where it says Tyler Hero is better than Allen Iverson. 78% voting <laughs> Tyler Hero. How many times are people going to post that dumbass shit on Instagram and somebody on Twitter brings it to Twitter and says, man, what, why would they say this? And then it blows up. Like, why are you entertaining it still? <laughs> like, why? And people continue to do it because y'all continue to entertain it. I guarantee if ESPN numbers decline every time y'all, they do some stupid ass shit, they won't do it no more. Mm-hmm. I guarantee NBA Instagram won't make those polls no more if it don't keep going viral on fucking Twitter. So how about we stop entertaining it? Of, of course, it's okay to say that was stupid. But like every time somebody posts a Tyler Hero poll and it's like, who's the better shooter, Duncan Robinson or fucking Ray Allen? And they say Duncan Robinson, 80% to 20. And now we just finna to go crazy. on Like, I'm so tired. I swear I see it like every other day. I swear. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just like the younger generation. They see things and they overreact. They don't think they don't. I don't think they look at it as the business aspect of it. Like the, the NBA tw- Instagram is obviously doing it for interactions and for the fact that they know this is going to go to Twitter. Exactly. We're going to therefore bring traction to our Instagram because people are going to come and view our stories and then they might hit the follow button. So <laughs> it's just, it's a business thing and they're literally just using the younger generation to get those that traction. Yeah. Younger generation just keep falling for it. You're absolutely right. So uh, a couple things before we wrap up because I know you got to get a massage. <laughs> You're wearing a straight out of Scranton shirt. Yeah. But historically didn't know who <laughs> Eazy was. Is that are you did you get that because of that situation or did you already have that shirt? He's had this shirt. I've, he's okay. worn it before. So no, we got Michael Scott and Dwight Howard. I mean <laughs> Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. <laughs> we got the seventy sixers on there. <laughs> I know who the hell the people is, my guy. But I'm saying because you didn't know Eazy E. 
Is he the E from Scranton? Are you really? He's from You trolling, bro. You're trolling, bro. You're trolling, bro. Don't give him that. Don't give him that. He's not. You don't know what, like, straight out of Compton? Yeah. That shit don't ring no bells? Compton's in California. Yeah. We know. We're not even talking about that, though. No, you ain't about to come. <laughs> what? Yes. And Catrell, you almost bailed him out. So uh, you trolled that he was finna go with. Yeah, I was. I got you, Catrell. Do you still not? What the fuck? I don't get this. You don't get the reference on your straight shirt. Out of Compton. The straight out of Compton. Yes, I know the straight but out of Compton. Why are we talking to you? Why, why did I just bring it up to you? Why are we sitting here like, what? Because you think you're talking about the straight out of Compton reference with Easy E. But why is that a reference? Because of the shirt. Because they they did that. Like that, that was a thing. What what does that mean though? I don't know. What, what was I their thing? Out of Com- I know the word straight out of Compton. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what that. I don't know what it is. You don't know what straight out of Compton is? I'm, is it a? No, I'm not. Well, okay. answer it. What what do you think it is? Yeah, what do you think it is? Uh, a song or a movie? Something okay. like that. So it's luckily you guessed it right. But the reference, the reason that I thought that you wore that today is because a couple episodes ago, episodes ago, you didn't know who Easy E was. So, Easy E is a part of a group, or was a part of a group called Niggas with Attitude (NWA), who made Straight Outta Compton, yeah, which is on your shirt. That's why we thought you wore it, not because Easy E is from Scram. Um, but because he's with NWA. <laughs> but now, if I say, man, that shirt is funny, and you say, thank you, or whatever, and I say, man, did you, uh, that's a crazy ass reference. Why would, what would I be talking about? Like, the, I didn't know who he was. No, 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 no. I'm just saying in general, like, if you went to the, if you went to the mall today and somebody's like, man, that's a funny ass shirt. They Nigga said Easy E is from Scranton. Scranton, yeah. I just looked it up. Scranton is the whitest place in America. <laughs> hey, do you know what do you know what Scranton is at, uh, Derek? You should. Yeah. It's in okay. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. I don't know why I thought it was uh Oh no, they, they used to drive up oh right, you're right. Yeah, so, so Philadelphia. Are you talking about Philadelphia? No, no, no. Pam like drives to uh she was driving to like New York or New, New York, Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. New it's like three hours north mm-hmm. of Yeah. Three hours north. Uh because I th- I don't know why I thought Scranton was in New Jersey, but she used to drive to New York for uh, her art shit. So there you're you're a treasure, bro. You're hilarious. What what's what time is we we at the park? What time work? I mean Dude. It's on you. We chilling. Yeah. Like, I, bro, don't be that person, Demers. We love oh, you. Right. I, you. How about three o'clock? Bro. Three o'clock. Three? I would look. The whole world what has. What time is your massage gonna be over? So it starts at twelve thirty. So it's an hour and a half. So one thirty. No. Two o'clock. <laughs> okay. They are gonna eat you up in the comments, maybe. One thirty. Let's do. Because I have to go to Apple at one. No, he said he's done that too. Yeah, I'm done at two. So let's do three. You're done at two? Yeah, no, he's I'm done saying at two. let's do two thirty. Oh, okay. Because uh, I don't want to have to go to Apple, come all the way back home, then go to the park. And neither should you. You should, you should want to go to the massage thing to the thing. Why would you want to go to massage or all the way home for twenty minutes and then have to get your ass right back up and go 
straight to the. All right. Two thirty. Let's do three. Two thirty. I mean. Girl, y'all ass blew me yesterday, bro. No, because y'all ass really. We we started doing that shit at like two o'clock, fucking almost four o'clock roll around. Y'all still out there? No, no, no it was later God. than four like, o'clock. Like it was four hours later. It was six o'clock. He talking about y'all still playing catch. <laughs> Crazy as hell. I hope you show up today and you own something because the fans is mad at you, bro. Yeah, when we was kids, my mother used to go to the park and be there for hours. So I thought maybe we're twenty four and twenty five and twenty six. <laughs> we're not at the we're not hanging out at the park no more. <laughs> like we was running fucking nine inning games against the local no, kids. We played he, catch, sat, he thought we played catch and went and sat at the fucking bench. <laughs> we played catch and we went to our cars and went home. He thought we walked to Culver's and shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I did go to Culver's though. I definitely did? did have Culver's yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. By me? Yeah, the one by the park. Yeah. Because nigga, you kept straight. No, I turned right. I turned right at the uh library. You, you did, right behind me. You yeah. Did, yeah, you did, you did, you did, you did, you did, you did. Yep. I'm gonna have to slide the cold way. You just hey. put it on my mind. I hit. I well yo right. I remember when your diet was sharp. Yo shit loose now. <laughs> Mr. Sub, Culver's, Uncle Remus. <laughs> my boy. My boy said, fuck that. I was temporary. <laughs> my workout forever, but that eat shit was temporary. I'm about to, I gotta get I bought I bought my meal prep today. I gotta go get those. I'm gonna I'm gonna get back home. Okay. But yeah, man. Hey, another thing too, Derek. I'm gonna tell you this right now. You are gonna drop the most balls today? Okay, I'm bro? bringing a camera. No, that's not me. Okay. But you I mean, I'm not anticipating to be out there and be a golden glow. No, 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 no. But you're gonna drop the most balls today. Okay. All right. Y'all was saying my glove wasn't broken in. Yeah. His shit look like his that's, shit doesn't even look like That's why I'm not saying it has anything to do with you. But you and Mike, for whatever reason, I don't even know <laughs> if this is a sports thing, common sense thing. I don't know how I should pin it. But yesterday, Mike came with a glove that was that he couldn't even close. And we wondering why he dropping so many balls. And then after, I'm like, let me see your glove, Mike. And I cannot close it because he wasn't breaking it in. He didn't do anything. You got to sit around it. Same thing when you when you showed your glove, you opened up your trunk and just picked it up. And that, it bitch was, that bitch was still something. You got to yeah, put it on and pound it, fold it, bend it, sit on that motherfucker, drive your, you, no bullshit, drive your car over it if you want to. Do something. But if you don't break it in, that ball is going to pop out. Unless you strong as hell and bend, can bend leather yourself by squeezing, that shit's going, yeah, yeah. I was contemplating driving my shit over in my car, but I was just sitting around and just kept throwing the ball in it, so. I'm bringing, yeah. the, I'm bringing the bat, too. We're going we gonna to pitch to ourselves and see who can get the most contact. We're going we gonna to have, have a little field day. It's going to be fun. Dressed we got to get the ratings, bro. Wear we got to get the ratings. You got a hat. Wear a hat because the sun getting you. you yeah, Mike tried to kill me yesterday a couple times. Well, he was he was throwing pop ups dead in the sun and I couldn't see that shit. <laughs> I told him he should have he should have got that hat from Terry. But I made every play, so. Where 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 uh where some athletic wear? Don't come in flip flops. That that's some Derek ass shit. Coming. No, I was thinking of coming to some Jays. Coming some flip flops. <laughs> Terrence was in his Yeezys. I was like, yo ass bold yeah, boy. He was in his Yeezys. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah. We out here though. We gotta let him know. Two thirty. Hit up Terrence. All right, we see y'all on Saturday. Saturday's episode is a, the annual Through the Wire Awards show, so be anticipating that. Uh, should be a banger. So we'll see y'all then. Peace.